0: What is true faith? When we think about this word we call faith in our English language, we need to understand that our English language is based on a Greek mindset and has Greek ideas as the root. So when we use the word faith or just believe, What we think of is it is a mental ascension. It's an intellectual thinking. It's a thing of I think about this and I choose to believe in this thing. And therefore, I have faith like I believe in Jesus. I believe that I can breathe in and out and I believe I'm alive. I believe I I think about these things. But however, we need to understand that when we talk about faith and belief and what that that means, the Hebrew mindset of what faith is, is totally different from our Greek mindset. The Hebrew mindset mindset of belief is not one of just saying I do this or that or thinking on it even or or convincing ourselves inside that we believe, but rather. True faith in the Hebrew mindset, and that is God's mindset, because he is the God of the Hebrews, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. His mindset is that faith is a mental ascension, like we just talked about, but one that is followed by action. And when there is true action, then when there is an action that proves that that Faith you had in your heart and in your mind is actually solid and true and real. Only after that evidence of the outcome, we can actually validate that that faith we had initially was true. Now, we know this. We apply this to many things in many doctrines. For example, we teach that faith without works is dead. We teach that you you can't just say you believe in Jesus, yet you sin that God. Jesus himself said the one who says he abides in me ought to walk as he walked. So therefore, if you say you follow him, you need to walk like He did You need to do the things he said. We all know all this. However, what if I told you that this whole idea that we're talking about right now needs to be extended into spiritual giftings as well? You see. Oftentimes, for some reason, we have disconnected the idea of faith in sp- and, and, our, and the application of faith in spiritual giftings from the application of faith in, in, in how we believe in Yeshua or how we believe um, other things regarding our faith. So regarding faith in spiritual giftings, what I found is oftentimes we try to convince ourselves that we have faith. And the way we do that is, you know, whether it is in our mind or whether it is um, in our hearts, we, we try and say, yes, I have faith. God, I have faith in this. God, I believe you will do this. But oftentimes I want to submit to you that if we actually dig very deep inside our hearts, we will find that there is actually a lot of unbelief. And oftentimes that is the reason that God doesn't move and miracles don't happen. We must exercise faith. For things like healing, for thing, for any miracle, for any spirit, any spiritual gift to occur, it's this, the gift of speaking in tongues, the gift of miracles, the gift of healing, the gift of prophecy, any spiritual gift, name whatever you want, none, no spiritual gift can be exercised without an exer- exercising true faith not just a yes, God, I believe, but a faith that is is so real that we are not afraid of proving it by our actions and works. You see, brothers, sisters, it's not enough to see someone who is sick and who's limping down the street and and just saying a little prayer in your heart and saying, oh, God, please heal that person. If you had true faith, think about this, brothers, sisters. If you saw that person there and you truly believe that God wants to and will heal this person because he loves them. Just like Yeshua, Jesus healed everyone who came to him. If you truly believe that while you saw this person, you will want them so badly to get healed. And you will believe this thing so badly that God is going to do this. That you will not be able to resist walking up to them and telling them. Let me pray for you right now, and laying your hands on their leg or whatever, and commanding the pain to leave their body, you will not be able to resist doing that if you truly believed that God will do that. You know why we don 't walk up to people like that it 's because we don't truly believe or we are conquered rather by unbelief, and because if brother sister i don 't know about you, but if I truly believe that God is going to do this thing, man. I don't even care what people are going to think about me anymore because I know they're going to get healed. So who cares what they think? They're going to get healed. Right. But the thing is, the fact is, we don't go up to people like that oftentimes because we just allow unbelief to conquer our hearts. You see, and sometimes we ask the question, you know, this whole my whole church. They prayed for this person to get healed of cancer or to to get out of that wheelchair. Yet they didn't. Why? It must have been. I mean, it must have been God's plan. It must have been God's will for them to stay in that wheelchair, right? That's the things we come up with. But brothers, sisters, I want to ask you a question. Let's forget about this whole church that prayed. If. Jesus Himself, if Yeshua the Messiah Himself walked up to that person and prayed for them, would they get healed or not? Of course, we would say they would because we fail to find any evidence in the scripture of Yeshua ever praying for anyone and then not getting healed. So, why do we so oftentimes point the finger at God when no one ever failed to get healed when He prayed? Could it be that it is us? Could it be that oftentimes if even like a hundred people in the church pray for someone? What if every single one of those people are looking to the one next to them and hoping? Oh, I hope this other person has more faith than me, because I don't truly believe this is going to happen. Because brother, sister, you know what true faith is. If you look at Yeshua, true faith was this. He ordered at that wedding his servants. To go and fill those jars to the brim with water and pouring them out to serve at this wedding. You know what? He was taking a massive risk because if that water did not change into wine, he would be made a fool, making a fool of himself, right? It would be like, people would be like, why are we serving water now? What, what's up with this? No, but Yeshua knew he had true faith and he exercised that faith by having a work that followed. That faith was exercised by that order of, of pouring that water in and let it be turning into wine. When we look at Peter, what was true faith? Peter went and he said, I don't have silver for you, but I have this. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah, I command you get up, rise, and walk. Rise up and walk. He wasn't walking away, saw the beggar there, and he's like, in his heart, Oh, Jesus, if you want to heal him, please heal him. No. He exercised his faith by walking up and saying, I command you, get up and walk. Or Yeshua and Peter, they're walking on water. It's one thing to, in our hearts, say, Yes, I believe God can make me walk on water. But it is an entirely different thing to go and step on water. And so, brothers, sisters, similarly, I want to submit to you that so oftentimes we love to point the finger at God and say it's his fault. God didn't desire this person to get healed. God didn't desire me to speak in tongues. God didn't desire me to prophesy. God didn't desire me to have a word of knowledge. God did not desire me. It was God who didn't want it. What if God desires freedom? What if he desires people to get set free from those chains of bondage? What if it's his will? And what if it's actually our unbelief that puts that restricts God from moving because he has chosen and he has commanded us in this time to go out and do these things. He has given us the mantle of bringing freedom to others in this world. And what an honor it is. See, brothers and sisters, it's time for us to simply look at Yeshua's life and walk as he walked. Sometimes we love to try and make up excuses for why we don't or why we give up to try. But God asks of us to just look at him and just do that simple walk. You know, brothers and sisters, there are many times that I don't understand why someone doesn't get healed or why something didn't I didn't get the right word of knowledge or, you know, whatever spiritual gift goes wrong. But the fact of the matter is that I am not allowed to make excuses because my Messiah never did. We never see Yeshua making up some kind of excuse for after he prayed for someone and they didn't get healed. He never did that. So why do we, you see, brothers and sisters, I don't why. While, while I don't always understand the why's and I don't have always the answers of why things don't go the way they're supposed to. I do know this, that I will be the first to point to my own unbelief in those circumstances, because if I do that, then I will make sure that I work on my unbelief first, because sometimes it's easier to point the finger at other things while neglecting the fact that we need to grow and we need to actually believe and we need to act our faith out and walk our faith out in greater ways every day. And to be honest with you, this is like the biggest problem and, and barrier we have and why we don't walk in spiritual giftings. It's because we simply have so much unbelief that God desire for us, desires us to and that he can and he wants to through us that we never actually go and do things. You know, you can listen to as many teachings as you want on spiritual giftings. You can have all the knowledge of the world about each and every one. But until you doubt yourself, make become humble and like a child become could get your heart to a place where you're willing to make mistakes and willing to learn and take risks. Until then, you won't be able to learn spiritual giftings because that's what it means to be childlike. Children are not afraid of making mistakes because they don't have pride. They're not afraid of looking like a fool because they don't have pride. But God says you're not going to walk in spiritual giftings unless you're willing to be like a fool for my kingdom, unless you're willing to take risks, unless you're willing to put yourself out there. That means going up to someone who's limping and telling them, can I pray for you because I believe that God can and will heal you. You see, there's that and there's turning around and saying, yes, Jesus, please heal him. And you just walk the other way that prayer comes from such a place of unbelief that it rarely ever will yield fruit. The true fruit comes when we put ourselves out there and put our faith where our mouth is, put our works where our faith is. Go and do because Lord, I don't know why we think that spiritual gifts are in some other category where it's just about this mental ascension of belief and now if you think on it and you believe it and you pray hard then it will happen brothers sisters the kind of prayers that yeshua had that actually worked miracles are the kind of prayers that he followed up by action you see i'm not i'm not saying that there's we should always have some kind of an action behind a prayer but what i am saying is that if you truly believed That God will heal someone. Why don't you go up to them and pray and command them to be healed? If you truly believed that God wants to use you to speak in tongues. Why don't you open your mouth and speak? If you truly believed that God wants to prophesy through you. Why don't you go up and do it? If you truly believed, why are you not doing it? That is the hard truth of the matter. Is if we truly believed in the things we often say we do believe in. We would actually have actions to prove that. And so brothers, and sisters, I encourage you to this week and this month. Put yourself out there, go into places and do things that you would have never done before, because then you will find that that is the place where true faith is growing. Because you may think, well, PD, I don't have the kind of faith you're talking about. So I where, what should I do? Where am I at? You know, this is the beauty of the matter is if you feel like you don't have faith, if you feel like you cannot do it, if you feel like you've got too much unbelief, that's perfect. Now go and do it. Yeshua himself, when the when he the scriptures say that he reproached the unbelief of the disciples and then he told them to go out and proclaim the gospel. He saw the unbelief. He didn't come and give them a nice sermon and and, and gives him some knowledge and give them this and that so that they can have belief. No, he understood the way that they will get belief, the way they will get rid of their unbelief, the way they will have grown faith is by going and doing the things that grow faith. And how do we do that? By actually going and walking up to someone and saying, Can I pray for you in the name of Yeshua? Even if you feel like you don't have faith, because faith is not a feeling, it's an action. So if you go, uh, if you see someone and you see they're hurting, if you see that they've got a heart in their heart. Or if you feel like God wants you to tell someone something, even if you're not sure, if you're unsure what you should do, if you're unsure if you have the faith, if you open your mouth and do it, you have demonstrated faith. It's as simple as that. You see, brothers and sisters, we try to overcomplicate this thing, but it's so simple. The, the, You know what real unbelief is? You know what a real lack of faith is, is if you don't do it. It's not some weird, um, abstract concept. It is simply if you have faith, you will do it. Like if you believe in Yeshua, if you truly believe in him, if you have faith in him, if you believe in Jesus, you will do what he said, Right. It's a one it's a black and white thing. If you don't do what he said, you don't believe. If you believe what he said, you will do. Same with the spiritual gifts. If you believe God wants to heal someone, you will go and do it. If you don't believe God wants to heal, you won't do it. It's as simple as that. That is how simple it is. And God asks of us this month, brothers and sisters, come this year to take it seriously. This year to go and Walk out what we say we believe, because if you say you believe in Yeshua, listen, this is the hard part, guys. Listen, if you say you believe in Yeshua, why don't you do what he told you to do? Because you know what he told you to do? He didn't just tell you to keep the Torah and keep your commandments and keep whatever. He didn't just tell you to not sin. He told you to go out into the world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. He told you to go out. He said, if you believe in me, those who believe. He said in Mark, in the book of Mark. If you believe, these signs will follow you. And he includes, you will speak in your tongues. You will lay your hands on the sick and they will recover, etc. These things must follow them that believe, brothers and sisters. Because if you believe... You will do them. I hope that this short teaching has blessed you. May God bless you and keep you. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. um, And to stay tuned for next week's videos. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Shalom.